So welcome to the first ever Caddyshack podcast episode. Um, just wanted to apologize. It's going to be a little fast, loose, and rough, but that's kind of what you're probably here for. So just to bring you up to speed, Caddyshack was established to help others learn the dark arts of the Amazon Partner Network or APN, right? Help you all unlock your full potential of the partnership, whether you're just getting started, starting to scale, trying to listen for some advanced tactics, or just looking for a, flat, a laugh from us. Um, we're happy to do that. That's what this podcast is intended for. So each episode, we'll kind of discuss a bunch of news and topics and, you know, kind of keys to co-selling and working with Amazon. Um, and we'll kick it off. So maybe with a quick introduction, I'm Michael Musselman. Uh, and, uh, you know, I guess to keep this light, uh, I'll, I'll introduce Barless and Brett, but I'll ask each of you, uh, start with Barless, like, uh, you know, how'd you kind of get into this thing? How'd you guys kind of meet? This is called Caddyshack. What's the caddy stand for? And then just to keep it fresh, what's the last thing you just bought on Amazon? Sweet. I love these questions. So hello, everyone. Uh, I'm the loud one of the group after Brett. And um, my name is Barless. And I uh, have been doing this for about 20 years. Uh, I I uh, met Brett a long time ago. And uh, back when we were teenagers, I think almost. Um, and, you know, we started off kind of doing some of this stuff together. I was in Amazon working as a partner manager a couple of years back and Brett was doing the same thing with alert logic. And uh, after I left Amazon, Brett and I kind of uh, started seeing that there was a lot of need for people that didn't have a full understanding of the Amazon kind of ecosystem. And he really understood the outside in and I understood the inside out when it came to Amazon and Pretty soon, we kind of came up with these different ideas, and probably 2019 to 2021, uh, we started helping companies out for free on you know on the side. Uh, there's a couple of companies that that came like Troy Mitchell uh, from one company and Roland from another company. Like these guys come to us and they were asking questions like, "How do I get better into the AWS ecosystem?" And we took our time, hours of our time, just kind of giving information up just to help people. Um, and it, it helped them out quite a bit, I think. And then if you fast forward to December, 2021, uh, we, we decided to kind of create this private chime room and this private chime room was called Caddyshack and, uh, Caddyshack stands for cloud Alliance director E shack. And it, it, it kind of took off really fast. And, you know, uh, Michael was one of the first people there and we had about 31 companies join in the first week. And uh, it really took off really, really fast. And um, and we really enjoyed helping people out even more. And one day we reached out to Rachel Mushawar and, and we said, hey, would you come talk to our group? And she said, absolutely. I'll be there February 28th. Just make sure, tell me where. And so we booked a room in, uh, I think it was like a steakhouse in Austin. And she showed up and she really enjoyed what she saw and rest is history from there Excellent. Brett, did i steal what you buy on there? amazon no what you buy on amazon uh last thing i bought on amazon was an on-air thing that you can click with your button and it says you're in a meeting so uh that way none of your children um can burst in without you know knowing that you're on air while you're recording awesome yeah. brett over to you like what's your perspective what the topic and like why are you guys doing this i hear a lot of charity work oh yeah lot, lots of charity work right uh, so yeah, long history around the AP and the APO, 
love what Amazon does, right? So it's always been really passionate for me. Easy, easy thing. Keeps me very motivated into wanting to work and align like my business, our businesses and other ones with AWS and and have been working on that pathway for many moons now. So uh, it's it's something that drives me because it's a challenge. I'm a learner. I'm, I like to discover and then bring that back to everyone else around me. So big cultural push from there. And I really think you have to be that way when it comes to aligning your business and your ELT and your, and your, your salespeople to understand like the cultural change that has to happen with adopting how to work with AWS. And there's a lot of mechanics behind it. So, um, but yeah, that, that's, that's most of my history, really easy, you know, like a big passion for working with AWS, been really successful with three different ISVs at this point. Uh, and, and I just, I, I love what, what it can do and how it can change the company and, and, and how your organization goes to market. It, it really changes the way that you do business. And I like to share that with other people. I, I like to do the player coach, uh, kind of side. Like, and, and I'm never selfish with what I learned. Sure, there's some secret sauce here and there, but it's great for accelerating the partnership with AWS and other customers and being the partner's partner kind of in that essence for, what Caddyshack can kind of be. It's, it's given everyone a lot of power, um, a lot of that kind of learning path. And, but again, don't, don't want to overly focus there. And I'll, I'll kind of drop into uh, my Amazon purchase from here, right? So dog food, science diet, trying to step okay. up for the good stuff, not going cheap, but the good stuff for my, for my, 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 uh, my fur, my firminals or my fur babies or whatever. Flavor. Yeah. Uh, I think we went with like a lamb and rice or something like that this time. So I'd have to look back specifically, but yeah, yeah, they like it. Yep. Good driver for there. That's a different topic for sure. But yeah, uh, yeah that's it. So I'll stop. I'll stop there. We we can dive yep. get really yep. granular really quickly on that mission. Back to you, Michael. Yeah. I was just saying just to transition this. So same thing. I joined uh, our company. Uh, I'm at Lacework. I joined a few years ago, kind of small startup, you know, no real Alliance person. I'm the first one on the ground you know, kind of figuring out tech alliances, cloud service providers, all of that stuff. And like, where do you start, right? But like most of us that have done business development or sales or, um, you know, partnerships, like it's a little bit of everything. Like in, in true reality, there's a little bit of entrepreneurial going on with building the external partner, the inside company. Absolutely. But I think a lot of those secrets we've, we've done and we figured out. And so I think like both of you, I learned through kind of helping others. And so um, for me, this is just a simple give back. Um, and, and right now I'm in year three of this journey and I've kind of seen the fruits of our labors or as I joke a lot, I planted seeds a couple of years ago and I'm, now I'm seeing these trees bear fruit. Um, but like going back, if you're just getting started, like there's some stuff that is very basic. I mean, the, the first is like, why did this company even decide to form this partnership or why did I help make that decision or what was the route to market? Like, why would I do this stuff? And so I think the natural segue into this is, by the way, I bought weather stripping, very exciting on Amazon, but like the natural is in year zero, right? Before you've even like joined this partner thing, this partner network, like why do people do this? Like what's in it for you? What's the kind of mindset? Is this another channel? Is this something different? And I think just, People who don't really know or haven't been around this, or even if you've got an established company with very established channel partners or distributions, like what's going on with Amazon and the cloud hyperscalers and like, why would I do this? I think it's probably, Brett, I'll start with you. I think you have a lot of context doing this now at three different companies. I, I was going to ask you the same question, you know, um, but in, in kind of that just, where do you start, when you walk in, right? 
every organization is different on their journey. You know, and a lot of it does come down to the adoption of where they're at. I've seen companies go and and really focus on like from the marketing perspective, like they want to go all in, but they don't want to transact on marketplace. And so like, there's a huge learning curve because of, of all those different areas. So for, for, for me, starting off again, kind of, I started to lean in on that a little bit in that first part of the conversation, like yeah. we couldn't Netflix and chill without Amazon, right? There's no, there's no Netflix without AWS. There's no Instagram. There's no Facebook, right? So they're changing the world around us at, at, at a momentous speed that we've never seen before. And it's really cool to see it, you know? And so I love what they've done for organizations from, from $0 startups to making them explode in the cloud and from partners really seeing monumental growth all around us. I see it every day in the APO and the APN. And so it's, it's been pretty exciting of, from from that regard, and I come from infrastructure, right? So I used to build data centers. I, I've seen what it takes, like when companies come in that are so focused on running servers and their environments and building their racks and collocations and stuff like that. I'm like, but but that's not what you do. Why why you do, use a service company that just does it for you? You can scale so much faster. And so when AWS really came out, that was a that was a passionate moment for me. Like I've always looked at technology of as way beyond just like, you know, like the, the old regime, right? They were like, well, you can't do that. Well, no, you you just can't do that yet. And AWS is one of the biggest enablers of, yes, you can. And here's how you can do it faster. And here's how you can scale a little faster. So that that was a big lead in for me to look at an organization that I worked for and said, hey, we can do so much more. What if we did this, you know, from a technology perspective? So I'm a, I'm a weird unicorn when it comes yeah. to that. Like I've done infrastructure, I've done lead cells and engineering architecture, weird stuff. And, and seeing how they could accelerate partnerships and turn companies into million dollar companies overnight was really exciting for me. But, and, but even then, right. So you, you come into an organization and, and at three right now, you've got some that come in different types of leadership. Where are they going to kind of start? For me, it's a lot of the co-sell, the co-build, the co-market. And it's a big combination of all those things to be truly successful. Um, so yeah. you're getting in early understanding how and what it can really do. That's so different too, right? Uh, Somebody made a comment the other day to me that really stuck with me. It was my favorite comment recently that AWS is not part of your channel program. You're part of theirs. And I had that like that Rorschach moment, right? You're you're, you're not in jail. I'm not in jail with you. You're in jail with me kind of, you know, effort. They are this big behemoth and and to figure out how to work with them is, is, it's actually really exciting. And it really can change the way that you do business. Like, and it has done that for me and for the multiple companies that we work for today. Yeah. I'll give you my insight and I'll pass it to you, Barlas. But uh, like this, my analogy continues and I speak in a ton of these is like, you know, in the world of software, at least for we do, and our company today does cloud infrastructure security. So like I just, AWS is the sun in our solar system. And so you can be in Earth's position, you can be in Mercury's position, you can be in, you know, Uranus's position, right? Like um, the thing is, is when you're going to burn up, when you're going to freeze, and when you're going to figure out how to like rotate around, right? But there's a, there's a certain state of gravity that you can't. And I remember you know, when I got here and it was just a clean slate, right? Sub 100 employees, you know, a few customers. I just, I, I, my background was in science and like you, you go through the hypothesis and I was like, well, AWS has got, you know, almost a million customers and like, you know, tens of thousands of sellers and like all of this gravity. Um, if I could ever turn that into a partnership, 
you know, and it's not going to be easy and it's not going to happen overnight, but you know, what other partner in the world or what other software company could I partner with in the world that could have such an impact on our revenue or, or validate us to their other customers. And so I think many of us like at its core, like that's where you make the decision. Then you got to go figure out, well, what do I do next? And I think we'll talk about that very slow and low, but like at the beginning was like, how do I turn this, you know, now $19 billion a quarter run rate business into a best friend. And I think like people personally, we have a lot of friends or connections on LinkedIn or something, but like really to be make a best friend, there's a lot of give and take and give and give and give and give in this case, like in the beginning, but you know, is the juice worth the squeeze? And so that was just kind of like in the very beginning, the second big thing was, look, we had already had a few customers and me landing on the ground, putting myself in our seller shoes. I actually did have a couple sellers say, Hey, can we sell on the AWS marketplace? And I was like, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds like it's something I should go figure out. <laughs> and so I think the other thing is most of us talk about being customer obsessed or like putting the customer first. Like, is that something important? Is that a route to market that's important? And I think a lot of things maybe start and end with like that fulfillment mechanism. And so that might be another reason why the gravity is going to pull you there. Maybe it doesn't apply to your business and maybe that's not an investment that you want to take, but um, you know, Barless, do you have similar experiences or what's kind of your experience yeah. in this conversation, just getting started or when companies come to you or other Alliance people are, you know, we talk to a lot that are VPs of sales or they're, they own channels and alliances and they're not sure where to start. Where do I put my money? Who do I hire? Right. Cause it's expensive. I, I you know, Remember this conversation. If it works, I'm a hero. If I'm not, fire me. It's a gamble that you're making early on. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. And this 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 kind of scenario, uh, especially with me and Brett, and I know for a fact you're you're tapped on the shoulder many times. But um, for the last couple of years, especially after I left AWS, but while I was at AWS, also um, I spoke with uh, many CEOs, many VPs of sales that had no idea to get a CAD and. Um, when I was at AWS, my last year uh, as a partner manager, um, I was scheduled every day from eight to seven for 30 minutes to talk with a different new startup company. And the same thing happened every single conversation. I could pretty much record myself and play it for the next one. And it would have been just the same. And you'd have a VP of sales who has never had a CAD would get on that call and he would say, look, my product is so wonderful that when an AWS salesperson sees what it does, their customer obsession is going to make them want to push it to their customer. And we're all going to be billionaires and we're going to be money everywhere. That, Barless, let me just explain that to you. No one else has it as good as us. And I would tell them the exact same thing every time. And that was your product, and excuse my language, your product could shit gold in front of every salesperson on the planet and unless you're aligned to MBOs or you're unless you're aligned to how AWS does business, you're not going to get past the 175 plus products that that salesperson has to sell, the 50% growth they have to have on their existing accounts into the millions of dollars that might be more money than your company is making in revenue for the year for this one guy. And it, there's there's a way to do things and there's a way not to do things. And we'd have the same conversation over and over again. And I think 
a lot of this has to do with, um, are you ready? Are you ready for the cloud, right? Because yeah. you might want to be in the cloud, but does the cloud want to be with you is, is the other question. And um, if you're not ready to transact on the cloud, if your product does not uh, show any ability to increase AWS infrastructure spends, if you can't help an AWS customer on AWS, then you're probably not quite ready yet. You got to figure out that story first. And there's so many and other things that we can talk honestly, about. Honestly, and, and backing up, like, honestly, our top, our software was built on AWS. If it was built on something else, I probably would approach them first too, right? So if your customer base is in that ecosystem, if your technology is built on that cloud service provider, that's probably the best place to start, right? Absolutely. You'd want to unlock the others over time, but that's a that's that's definitely down the road. And there's a lot of things that are really hard. Like it's real hard to just lift, lift and shift your SaaS platform and drop it in another cloud if it wasn't designed to do that. So right. yeah, there's there's a lot of other things, but but certainly I think you caught the the high level parts and you know the decisions that go on and why you would do this and you know, for context now, right, that AWS seller has over 200 services, many of which even compete with us as ISVs. Absolutely. So it's a frenemy situation, right? All so of like, which. All, all of, of it. which, right? Yeah. And so so you've got that to play with. Plus, by the way, there's over 100,000 partners in the Amazon Partner Network, too. So how are you going to go from those startup ones that you've got so many partners? How are you going to move from that up like what are the things that you start to do and so you know i think the obvious one is anyone can look up aws's partner network all of the documents on joining the apn and you know all the partner ladder in the stages and the tiers i think anyone who's kind of doing this or exploring this you can go get your own information uh really what we wanted to kind of start talking about is just how does that really work? Like some of it is on the inside selling to your own company. Some of it is just these networks and how I think do you it's 50, 50, right? It's 50, it 50. In the beginning, it certainly is. It so is because I, I you know, out of the, in a Caddyshack, there's 130 some odd members. And I can tell you that one of the number one issues that all of us run into, even, even the, the ones that are prolific like you, um, or the ones like, you know, Ryan Norton, you know, all of us run into a lot of issues with our internal cell to our C-level, right? Trying to get the C-level to understand, hey, look, we're spending millions with AWS. We're built on AWS. Why are they not giving us all of their business? Like AWS loves you, right? They should send you all their business. Like this is, what do we do to make this happen? And sometimes they don't understand that this is a finesse. Like Like Brett was saying, we we are uh, AWS is not in our channel. We are in. We are just trying to get a bite crumb that falls out of their channel, and I yeah. think uh, I think that's the biggest mindset that has to change from the very beginning. Is CEOs and CIOs have to understand that you might be the CEO of your company that makes two hundred million dollars, but AWS is you know this gigantic thirty forty billion whatever it is. I don't probably a lot more than that, but you know just this gigantic number of of companies and salespeople. Amazon itself is at a million people. Like they're the ones that are very busy and we're just trying to get their attention. Yep. yep. You're right. You're right. You're I call done. that, by the way, I call that just expectations. It's your own company's expectations. So, so just true. that. And I commonly say like, you can call them a channel. You can call them whatever you want. You just can't act that way. and You can't treat it. Like you have to right. align 
differently. And that does mean you have to understand how they think, how they operate, what their leadership principles are, all of this stuff. So sorry, Brad, I cut you off, but like, no, I think you're headed right. in the same direction. Yeah, you know, how they talk, right? Speaking Amazonian, yeah. it's Klingon. Yep. It's not native English, right? At all. You, you yep. know, the, all the crazy terminology, when they acronyms. have acronyms, they create, if, if, if there's already an acronym for it, right? Like data loss protection, DLP, right? Nah, how about Macy? We're just going to make a new term up for DDoS, right? No, it's going to be Shield. So that's that's one of the things. I totally agree. Half the battle is with your ELT, your your CFO, your operational people, your own salespeople, understanding how you can leverage the maturity of the AWS sellers, the marketplace teams. You know, and, and for me, being so I'm, I'm in security, right? So I'm siloed in security. I think you know a CISO. You're, think, in, you're insecure. I'm insecure. And, okay. and, and but I'm okay with that. So is my pink everyone shirt. is <laughs> right. We're all here. We all know this. So and, and you know and, and you t- you try to talk to them about like, look, you got relationships with the VP of security or the CISO or another security leader in the organization. AWS owns the entire C-suite, so they know the things that are going to impact your deal. They know, you know, like this is a big part of the coaching for me. Just like there's two outcomes, right? Or there's two things that I really want to gain from every conversation. Give me a competitive, give me that G2, right? Because I want to know that, wow, I, yes, it matters that the infrastructure team is in the move in the middle of a gigantic 5,000 server migration, and that's going to change the dynamic of your deal, right? Now you've got leverage across somebody that's an influencer. And like, and like what I like to say, they bring the weight of the Amazon.com domain. Like that's huge for them to say, hey, us, I'm super cool. I'm deep watched. I do amazing security, biggest Splunk partner in the world. Blah, blah, blah. When Amazon, as the trusted advisor, comes in and says that, it's a whole different deal. But evangelizing that back to your sellers, it, it's it's constant enablement. As much as it is for you to enable, you know, evangelize yourself back to AWS yep. sellers itself, right? And all those different things and kind of changing the dynamic of like, look, we know we're doing great things for security. But when we go do this on, let's say, Marketplace and there's EDP involved, you're really, you're dynamically changing the, the, the value proposition of the conversation. We are now, yes, we, we're not cheap, but I'm also helping you make impacts to your bottom line. Like we're retiring quota for your commitments to AWS. And like, that's a massive, amazing thing that comes to marketplace. But, but there's, yeah. there, right. And then there's the other you went, one. You went straight, you went straight to the advance. So I'll pull you back. You started using yeah. EDP as oh, look at you. So like, EDP. Right. Uh, oh, we we got to slow you down. Yeah, we're totally still agree. year totally zero. There's, we're still there's a, like, why would a company do this? What's in it for them? Like, very simple. What are you selling to the C level, the CRO? EDP, right? Go ahead and say you're, you're right. that. We you're won't, right. Not gonna go, we won't even get into that yet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go 50,000 so, foot. Right? So, it's, it, it, so it's the same, but, it, but it's important. So like the same yeah. thing, like our companies, good or, good or bad, I'll, I'll consider myself good and lucky. Like I was at the right place at the right time to kind of go figure this thing out, right? Joined a rocket ship company got a pipeline, an exciting, differentiated product. And then I made the decision to spend the bulk of my time figuring this thing out with AWS because I saw that the, you know, the payday was probably bigger. Who else has got a million customers? Not very many people. So, 2.8 million like, customers. So the, the first is like, just even like, okay, now I'm there. I'm the VP of sales. I'm the CRO. I've got to go. I hire my first couple of salespeople. Like now you're thinking or not channel alliances, you go hire the first person. Like, what, what are you hiring for? Like, what are you looking for? 
I think even in that stage, what are the right attributes? What's the right thing? You and I, we both know a lot of folks that are doing this job that are at, you know, education level zero. And then, yeah. you know, maybe the company's also at education level zero. Good right? point. But wow. like, and, and money, right? Like we ain't cheap, right? So that also scales too. Even compensation is very different. My compensation compared to your both, very different. We've set up different goals, different so I think there's a lot of things we can dig into later, but at least in the beginning, okay, cool. You decided to hire your first cat, right? Your channel alliance director, right? Someone who's going to kind of get this thing going. Um, like what are the first attributes or what do you think that person should do if, you, if you're not familiar? Maybe you just came from the traditional bar channel partner reseller. I think we should totally bring Ben different. Mercer into this conversation and at, a, at an earlier time. Like this is what- Steve Ben Mercer is, He's doing great. Is, he is doing phenomenal. I love Ben Mercer. So, so uh, to spin off of that, Mike, you know, um, yeah, you're right. Like, like a ground zero. Like you, you're, right, you're yeah. like, okay. Do you go? Do we do channel? Do we just? Is it? Is it spiff driven? Uh, do we have you know discount program or, or do we go alliances? You look at, and that's what that was my first cool thing. My my first stupid light bulb. My when I discover things that I should have discovered earlier on than I discover them later and I have my stupid light bulb. When you see that there's like, what, 14,000 sellers across AWS, for, that's the, my first thought. That's where I start to say like, okay, I got, I've got, i got one or two salespeople. Do I go channel and drive a bunch of margin here or there or whatever the other kind of programs you want to get to try to accelerate that? Or do I figure out a way to create an extension of my sales team at scale? That's that was my first stupid light bulb when I realized what AWS really could be, and that's just on the co-sell motion, right? And there's so much more you can you can go towards. So that, that that's a starting point for me. I think that's yep. that for me. That's when I saw the light to say this really could be more than it needs. This could be so much bigger, so much yep. faster, and so much more scalable. Just like what AWS has done against like data centers, right? The whole, the, the, the way it scales and builds and shortens time to market and time to value, yeah. all the kind of things behind that. Um, that for, that's where you start, right? What do you want to do? I think that's a great point so, that you brought up. Do you, so do maybe, you maybe flip it to the barless. As a PDM, partner development manager at AWS, you talked with all these startup companies. You talked uh, to us. I was, uh, I was at an ISM. ISM. Okay, <laughs> even as an ISM. Yeah. Yeah. No, ISV different. success manager, right? Yes, we'll get yes, all yes, the yes. acronyms, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. same thing, you still interacted because every CAD like me is trying to get to the ISMs, right? Or And we're still working with our partner development managers to build out the basic foundations of our program. But you talked to a bunch of us and you said the same things over and over again because that's like, what? what did you see what made the good ones from the not good ones? Which were the ones that you said the well, same thing over and over. You said you could have had a recording. Yep. Like what made the good from the bad? What was it about their attribution or characteristics or the company or that's, you know, what was it? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you two, two things. One, uh, a company came to me probably about, or a, a guy came to me about a year and a half ago and he wanted to go work for one of the partners that are in Caddyshack right now. I gave him some pointers on what he should be looking to sell into AWS. I was at AWS, I think at the time. And he got hired as the VP of sales and he was in our group for a long time. And he, what he couldn't do was sell and do alliances at the same time, which is something I tell CEOs and CIOs all the time. And AWS constantly pushes this is that if you have someone who's only focused on revenue of right now, like you're going to go in there and you're going to take one deal from one salesperson and go over here and get another team to listen to you. You can do that. 
or you can get an alliance structure who's going to talk to all of the teams all of the time and give your your benefit. So I, I think having someone who's dedicated to AWS is a very big deal and, and kind of sets you apart. Some of the folks uh, five years ago when I was over there, or four and a half years ago when I was over there, and Snowflake was just getting started with AWS. Like they they got a little bit, they weren't quite there. Peter McDonald was, you know, an awesome That's guy. Peter. Right? We love Peter. Um, you know, Justin Fenton, uh, all of these, you know, superstars that that came from, you know, Databricks and then did his tour top over at Datadog. Like yeah. all of these guys back then were just starting out. They were just bringing in and they were they were showing up to all the events that we did. And you could tell that they were very focused. And I can tell you the one word and I'm, this is my my word for the next 12 months. Uh, my favorite word is intentional. They had an intentional way about it. They went into AWS with this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to do for you. And then this is how much infrastructure this is going to bring to AWS over the next 30 to 60 days. That intentionality made it so that you had to listen as an account executive at AWS. Like you could not. You're telling me like just like a data, Databricks coming back and saying, you know, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do for you. This is what we're going to do for your customer. But this is what we're going to do for your sales team. Having that intentionality and understanding how AWS does business and how their salespeople are uh, getting their paychecks, how they're kind of moving on up in the world, those things are what separated those guys back then. And now they're superstars, right? Justin Fenton's moved on to being SVP of something else. Peter is global manager of that. Dennis has left to go to his own thing after he built out the Emerald partnership over at uh, Datadog. Like all of these things happen and it took that intentionality not just showing don't leave, up. Don't leave out Brett, man. He's one of the pioneers in the partner network too. He's been, oh, he's been well, doing this talk, a lot longer. I, I get to learn from them. I, but, I don't, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to make Brett's head any bigger than it just, is, but yeah, bigger. Brett is definitely one of those. Yeah. Just, just to keep it flowing though. All right. You kind of got it. My, my experiences looking for entrepreneurial minded people. Cause I think what, what a lot fail to remember is it's not just building this external partnership. It's just, we spend just as much time selling strategy, aligning resources on the inside programs, tactics, and it's actually a segue. So I put a spin on it myself, but like, it is pretty common. They have different words with all the cloud servers, but Amazon looks at all of us, channel partners, MSSPs, independent software vendors, ISVs, through really the three lenses, right? You mentioned it earlier, Brett, so I'll let you mention the three. By the way, I bookend the three with consumption and champions, right? So I put five C's up there, but really the three, I think that's me looking at that and kind of operating. But the three is really what we're engaging in to build this partnership. So you mentioned them. I'll let you kind of fill in the blanks with at least what they are. Sure. And I'll, I'll go down that rabbit hole just a little bit more too, because, you know, I think. And I think we need to just call time real fast. So I think that 10 minutes, right? More. So we're staying within Perfect. within time frame. Okay. Perfect. Um, the, I think people, again, this is that channels versus alliances, right? Where somebody yeah. like, like Mike and I talked recently about some of the things that we do. And, and like what, like I say, right? The, the, the co-sell, the co-market and the co-build. And it, it's bi-directional. You're doing that thing, obviously on your own. You're pushing the agenda with AWS to help you do that and, and multiple things. But there's so many cool things that you could do from a competitive differentiator, both from co-sell, co-market, co-build, all of those, right? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things we, we even talked about the other day is that, you know, we're, you know, we're looked at alliances in a funny way, um, but it's, it's such a different beast, right? So 
um, you know, I realized that I look back and I've done really interesting events um, with AWS. Like they're splitting the bill. Like they're doing great things. They're leaning in on us to do some stuff, which is amazing, right? I wouldn't even ask about earlier this week what you were up to with the Ferrari. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> All around our Ferraris with with uh, with the with the Mayor Bear right for Office of the CISO doing fun stuff, building new content, and and a co marketing better together store at AWS, and it's it's a really magical place. But even you know there's 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 like Ace right, that's a whole freaking show we could do on its own. But you yeah. know, but our, I think we will. I think the point is like Ooh. let's get to the starts, and then the truth is each one of these co build, co market, co sell. There's an art, a finesse. There's science. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll get into all of this. I think for now, it's just like at the high level, that's kind of what these things are. And it's important to understand that this is, this is, AWS is a data-driven company. Like, make yeah. no mistake. Like, there's data and metrics here, but these are the lenses that that they're looking at you. And if you want to go out of nobody to something, all these name drops, all these great other software companies at the, the top of the partner network got to start somewhere but these and are the I'll, things that I'll, you have to think about and i'll spin this out for you just as a last comment on the kind of coastal co-build the co-market like our earlier conversation we had this week where you know we realized we, you know we're again we're we're alliance people right and there, there's a lot you have to do with that including being really smart in how you engage and so between i think michael and myself like i'm i'm running uh, three software deployments application-based software deployments that we're using to better the team from the way that we integrate with our opportunities to how we transact with aws to we do highly intent driven kind of like pipeline driving activities that, that great, creates really great, amazing big data kind of feedback loops for organizations. So it's a whole different animal on the Alliance side. You're, you're doing again, you're doing, you got marketing stuff going on and, and, and getting creative with different ideas and how you come together with our customer, which is AWS. I know it's the same thing, all those, the co-bill, the co-market. And, and it's, it's a really interesting role to do it really, really well. And I love, you mentioned the entrepreneurial spirit behind it because you really got to think about all the different roles that you could be in a really strong alliance director role. And we've seen that with like the, the, you know, like, like the crowd strikes of the world and the Jessica right. Alexander's and stuff like just really cool, yeah. smart. Stuff. And I, I'm a huge fan of you, Mr. Mr. Muslim and the things and how much the you silver box in such a short time, the silver Fox. But I mean, you guys are a household name in AWS. There's very few Amazonians that don't know you. And, and a lot of those things comes off, like, like you said, the three C's with, with the two C's on the other end, which I love that because the more, the more you spend consumption, the more you spend, probably the more likely attention you're going to get. Right. But with the champions at the same time, yeah. just like I mentioned, like friends American helping American friends. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, friendships take a long time. You have to be in the same stuff and friends help friends. Right. And it's also, I back to the thing, like if I had a neighbor who comes over, Hey, can I mow your lawn? Can I take out your trash? Can I help you? Like if, at some point you're like, dude, can I, how do I help you? Like, how do I help you back? Right. Yeah. And I think that's the relationship that I kind of saw. And also when I got here, I'm building a five to 10 year relationship with AWS. That means I'm not going to do anything stupid or short minded or foolish now. Like, Hey, give me your account list. Hey, get me into this account. Like, why would I do that? Like, that's not the thing I'm trying I to want to spiff here. all of your account, like all your managers or all your account yeah. managers. In the team, yeah. You eventually learn. It just doesn't work like that. But in the beginning, you don't know that, right? Cause you see, it's yeah. just another one of your routes to market another yeah. one of your channel redistributions. Right. And it's just not that. So yeah, I think I, just, I actually you know, learned that, the, that exact yeah. lesson with, yeah. sorry, I'm going to cut you off. That's my no, ADHD. No. But uh, Brett, when me and Brett were working together at Armor, um, he and I was pulling into this stuff with AWS. That was my first time to AWS. Every week, 
uh, every other week for 52 weeks, I was in New York City trying to sell AWS on using my product. And I took them all out to lunch, took them out to dinner, and like we were at Mastro's for $2,500 or, you know, going out to whatever bar and everyone drinking Johnny Walker Blue. And you're thinking, look, these salespeople, they love me. They're going to bring us so much, so much money. We closed $0 from that for one year. So, and the reason is it doesn't work. And I learned yeah. that the hard way because you cannot influence 25-year-old salespeople to go out and go after your product if you're not part of the MBO story, you're not understanding how they're getting compensated. Like it, it's, there's a finesse to it and you have to learn it. And it also goes right back to, they've got 200 of their own services and quota to do for that. And there's a bunch of organizational, obviously there's a whole team and probably in the later, we'll show some pictures of how these things are organized. And this is all public documented Amazon stuff. But I think like in the last couple of minutes, um, you're actually headed right down that right path. So now I've decided to do this. I've hired the right person. Like the first thing you got to go figure out, compete with AWS or don't, but appeal to an AWS seller. Like we commonly will call it like, what's your superpower? Like what's that first better together, right? Because that's the thing that you're really selling yeah. in the lens of a seller to their customer obsession with their customer, that's what you got to do. So we'll wrap up this episode with at least like, what's a superpower? How do you get started? That's the first thing you got to do right. So Marlis, I know that's one of your favorite Oh, that's topics. my I'll favorite topic. I actually <laughs> just had this, uh, we did a, uh, a annual program uh, in my company. And what we did was we talked about superpowers and they didn't, they're like, oh, that's what we do. We're a data warehouse company. Mm -hmm. No, that's not our superpower. And I personally have a different way of looking at it. every division at AWS has its own superpower. Um, when you're looking at a superpower for what, what's going to motivate an enterprise person, what's going to motivate a startup person, what's going to motivate an SMB person, I think it's different. And like we are a data warehouse company, but our data warehouse, what we do is very specific in the industry. We're very fast. We work from eight petabytes to 10 petabytes. You know, we, we get financial institutions to do all this stuff. I don't want to do a, a, a commercial for Yellow Brick, but the, our superpower is that one inch difference between you and the next competitor and between you and the AWS product that is being sold. And I guarantee every single person listening to this podcast right now, if you think your product is not competing with an AWS product, if it's not today, it will, by, will be by the next reInvent. Um, cause, and today we're announcing that this is GA as we all remember Andy Jazzy doing. Um, so I, I think the superpower is that, that one inch difference. Uh, and I think so many people forget about that. The salespeople are not asking you what you do. They're asking, what is the difference? And I think that's something that everyone, if you get nothing else out of this podcast, that right there is going to help you like tremendously when talking to an Amazonian. That's a great yeah, and call. I'll leave it. I'll leave it with you, Brett. But yeah, I, I, well, I was just going to say a great call. Like I, even as as a competing service, like like our friend Robin Leong, right? Talkdesk, right? Direct competitor to Connect, and Connect. It, it, it was more. It was more about adoption, right? Because there's there's a lot of um, you know uh, good push and shove both directions from the partner ecosystem to native services, where you can have great adoption and a lot of success. You know, if if they're having difficulty driving connect, but you've got a nice competing thing that sure it's competing service, but who's going to transact and are they going to transact on marketplace? That's all I really give a shit about, right? Like, are they going to buy one or the other? If they both help me 
on my sales quota journey or my commission bucket, you know, derivative journey, then it's a win. Or the customer. Right? happy. That's all we care about. And getting that, getting that mindset right under your superpower, that what is the differentiator? It doesn't matter if it's competitive or not. If it's, if you're a unicorn, awesome, great. Maybe an easier sell. But if you get the right conversation, the right cadence going with, with how this is, it, this is aligned to the, the 16 pillars of leadership, number one being customer obsession, then you can win. It's, it's a really, it's a magical ecosystem if you dig in and you really invest and understand what it means, right? So that's, that's, that, and that's what I got to say about that. And I think, look, all of these subjects are kind of fast and furious. And I think we could spend time, we could spend an hour years, talking about years. just superpowers. How do you approach it? What do you think about, you know, what's in it Maybe for you? Should. What's in it for them? What's in it for the customer? And I think that's what we'll develop with this podcast. And obviously, this is just part of us giving back and having gone through this one, two, three times. I, I think that's really the intention. So if you found this interesting today, there'll be plenty more. We're going to do this very regularly. So wherever we host this, make sure you like it. Make sure you give us some comments. Also, many of you probably work at companies that are partners with AWS today. So if your channel director or the person who's keeping track of your alliance with AWS is interested in joining Caddyshack, you can find us on LinkedIn. Uh, you can reach out to us and we'll gladly add you to the group. Thank you yeah. all. Have a great day. Thanks. Right, you're going to stop the